When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Welcome in to Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Come on, guys. Not that hard, Six is it? plus decades. Come on. Let's get, a, get the show on the road here. Wow. Just one. That's all we want. Just one. Not two. My not name three, is Phil Mackey. Not, not five. Sorry. <laughs> not six. Not seven. Not eight. Whoa, guys. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> what are you You're... doing, man? Stop. <laughs> uh, I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolga. We got AJ in for Declan today as Declan takes the, and I'd love to hear people's thoughts on this in the YouTube comment section. Do you guys take the day off after you come back from a vacation, like sort of the get right, get your life organized day? I always regret it when I don't. Declan has has learned his lesson over the years. He's yeah. taking the day after the vacation day. Judd, you seem like more of a fly in at eleven p.m. and then start grinding again the next morning type of a guy. Uh, do we approve of this? We absolutely approve. Um, I will say this: it feels like he got back fairly early on Sunday, though, which makes the day after I don't think as necessary. So, like, if he had gotten back at eight last night, right? Yeah, that makes it tough. I'm all in. The Rocco Day absolutely applies. But he got back at like noon or something, I think. So I'm like, okay, dude, you know, you were back at noon. Yeah, you had to dri- drive around, run some errands, got those done. So I'm a little bit less on board. But as a rule, I approve of this uh, strategy because I find that just going back in can be a little bit daunting. Yeah, we can question him on this, too, the timing of it, too. Did you fly in before noon, afternoon, and then how necessary was it? But uh, AJ has done a great job for us. And uh, the show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL TVs. No matter what you watch, TCL has an award-winning TV for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And they make more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL bringing you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Mm. So uh, last week was all about the old Macadac rankings, the top 20 current Vikings. A lot of people disagreeing with Eric Kendricks being too low, Cam Dantzler being too high. I guess we'll just have to see as the season plays out. But you also got the itch to rank some Vikings. We thought, why don't we go even more broad? Let's take advantage of Judd being the sports dad and the OG of this show. You've got the most wide-ranging, inherent uh, historical knowledge of Vikings football going back to uh, the 70s. So you are going to rank throughout this week the top 25 
all-time Minnesota Vikings. What's going into this? How are we? So we're gonna we're gonna unveil twenty-five down to twenty-one today. Correct. And then we'll unveil five per day. But yep. give us some backdrop on how you. How did you did you weigh certain things? Did you weigh certain eras? What went into the stew here? Um, well, first of all, I believe that the credit for this comes from a note that you read on comments on Friday from a listener who said, "Have mm-hmm. Judd do, do this," and we both said, "Aha, that's a great idea for content." And plus, it, it was fun. So I sat down on Saturday and went through a bunch of lists and in previous times that that uh, this franchises top 20 top 25 top 50 have been ranked um now i landed on a lot of guys i did see play so like like there will be probably some some fans from the 60s who are like you're crazy but i mean the interesting thing is when i got to about 20 or 19 it sort of cleared up and became like there there is a i think that there is a very solid list of great vikings like who aren't really challenged. So it's not like, oh my God, who should I put at, you know, five or who should I put at 10? I feel like there's a, a list that probably begins around 19 or 20 of just Hall of Fame great talent. 25 to 21, I, I'll say this. I think it might be, other than my rankings of one through five and not those five guys, but how I have them, which could be debatable. I think 25 through 21 should stir the greatest debate because there's obviously yeah. going to be guys left off. Um, there are going to be guys who are probably considered good, but not great. There are names. I've got some names here of guys who flat out did not make the cut. They won't be happy. I'm trying. I have so many questions, but I don't want you to spoil the list. I'm, I'll just say things I'm curious about. And then you can, you don't have, because I, 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 again, I don't want you to spoil the list here, but the, I think the two things I'm curious about are how many quarterbacks do you have on this list of 25 total players? And, and, and you don't have to answer. You can just give a, give some color here. And my other question is, I'm wondering how much you weighed peak greatness versus longevity. Because if there's some guys that played for the Vikings for a long time, like Chad Greenway played for the Vikings for a long time. But was Chad Greenway as great at his peak as maybe Dante Culpepper was almost winning an MVP in his biggest season, right? Even though his his career was like a five year, uh, you know, tear the knee up, flame out. Mm-hmm. So so longevity versus peak greatness, and then and then there's so many quarterbacks in this franchise's history, and some of them came in a flash and were great for a year. D- does that warrant putting them on the list? Right? Does Jack Morris make a Twins top twenty five list because of one season? Right. So many possibilities. I will say this. I will say this. This this franchise has been through a lot at the QB spot. They've been through a lot. They started off with a, a guy who I think to th- this day is still considered the greatest quarterback in franchise history. And for his time period, Tarkington is one of the greatest QBs of all time for the time he played. Um, but there have been a lot of guys, I think, quarterback-wise, who have been good, but certainly not great. And I will only tease you with this thought. This franchise has had a lot of great players. They don't necessarily play or didn't play the quarterback position. But this franchise, when you go through the list of of the top um, Vikings players since 1961 to play for this team, there have been a lot of Hall of Fame, unbelievable players, quarterbacks, not 
so much. And the one thing where I did absolve myself of any responsibility is this. No active players. I'm not going to oh, wow. get into I'm not getting into active players. No no Jefferson, no Cousins, really? no. No, because their story's not told. I well, can't I mean, I mean I Harrison Smith's story is mostly told. I, but I can't <laughs> but but it's not told it's not told. This is a list of the 25 greatest Vikings of all time whose story has been completed. The book is on the shelf, my man. So, okay. no, I wow. left out okay. active players. There's two, because if I start to put them in, like, like does Cousins get in? Personally, I don't that, think well, so. That's, that, that, was, that was yeah, one of my questions. Yeah, see that, <laughs> but, but, that but that's the problem. And, and, like, look, Jefferson's first two years are unbelievable, but his story's not even close to being told yet. And, and he could leave here in the top five a Super Bowl champion. A Super Bowl champion. Think about that for a second. Would you okay? I want to ask AJ. AJ's a sort of a, the, the newest generation Vikings fan of of the group here. Do you think Justin Jefferson, after two years, is one of the twenty five greatest Vikings? Because if you were putting current players on this list, he would make my twenty five somewhere. I haven't thought through the whole thing, but I think he would. If if we were counting current players, I think he'd be in there. It's just so tough. Two seasons, right? It's two seasons. Two of the greatest seasons in Vikings history, receiving wise. Yeah. Part of me wants, like, if you're going off just that, <laughs> if you're going off just like performance in purple, I I could see the argument for it. But in my viewing of it, you got to have a little bit of longevity. You can, like, cause there's, it's a, it's a long historic, uh, like, just storied franchise. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, you know, a, a left guard who maybe did a little bit more than, than him. Or, I mean, cause it's, there's just so many guys. There's so many guys. Okay. And I, I was able to kind of take a peek at some of the first guys on, yeah, on John's list. Oh, wait. Uh, you showed AJ your list? <sighs> Tell the story. How many other people have the list? I think it's just us two. It's, it's, is this going to get screenshot and put on? So Tell, it, Tell the story. I'm guarding it with my life. But... So right now here uh, outside of the uh, the, st- the studio, Phil will like this. Let me get. So let me guess. Let me guess. AJ was in stall one. Judd was in stall two, no. and Judd's notebook was on the ground. And AJ saw it underneath the I, stall. I kicked Snap. it through with my foot. What do you got there at number thirteen? It's hard to read your handwriting. Can you kick that across? Uh, so we're, we're doing some renovations here outside the studio. Everything is moved. Like if you were here right now, you'd be like, "What is happening?" Um, everything is gone. But. He mentions, hey, you know, I wish I would have been able to print some stuff off, but I don't even know where the printer, the, is. The printer is. I have no idea. I was like, well, it's five <laughs> feet over here. Do you want me to just take care of it? Because, you know, we, you were troubleshooting some computer stuff. We got a couple minutes. He goes, yeah, for sure. I'll send it over. Couple, uh couple ad reads, a couple other stuff. And all of a sudden, huh, all-time top 25 <laughs> Vikings oh, list. Oh, Let no. me just... Two copies of that and prints. <laughs> the old man, the old man, not knowing where the printer is now, had to defer to a sports son, and AJ thus has the list. Amazing. Amazing. All right, so AJ and Judd know what the list is. I have not seen the list. Yep. But we're counting down from 25 to 21 here, and this list is presented by our friends. As we look to count down, Judd counting down the weight. Yep. Over the past uh, nine or ten months or so, Livia sponsoring this portion of the top twenty-five Vikings of all time, and and this list that I'm about to go through, controversial. The weight loss program that I'm about to talk about, not controversial at at all. And actually, now with the Simple Start plan, it is only fifty-nine dollars. Get the kind of personal accountability that no other program offers. 
provide you the tools for success, including one-on-one guided support online or in person from their team of experts. And I'm going to tell you right now, the weight loss is easy. It's fantastic. But the most important question is, how are they going to help you keep that weight off? And and they are going to do it again. The Simple Start Plan, only $59. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Inside the state or out, guess what? You can join, get the food. It's basically snacks and stuff. As simple as possible. Start your weight loss journey today. I'm down 40 pounds. Summer is here. All my clothes fit. It's fantastic. You're next. If I can do it, so can you. Livia.com. You can feel a little bit bit better on that bike, too, whether it's a Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, Sport Bike. Dennis Kirk has what you need. They've been a big partner of ours for the past few years at Score North. And so if you like to ride during these summer months, they have over 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Same-day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m., and they have free shipping on orders over $89. Dennis Kirk, ride more, wait less at DennisKirk.com. All right, let's fire up some music here, AJ. We should have a, uh, a lengthy bed in there somewhere. And uh, let's count down, starting with number 25, Judd Zolgat's top 25 Vikings of all time. All right, very controversial. Starting at number 25, a guy who I might consider in some, some ways in my youth – the guy that became Mr. Viking, longevity, then went on to work for the franchise for years. A ninth-round pick, but a guy who played 14 years here and ended up with 1,928 tackles. Linebacker Scott Studwell. Now, now 25 is difficult because there's a lot of guys here, and I've got a list of guys who I contemplated. But Studwell's impact... Ninth round pick, um, I think that his name is synonymous with it, this team. He certainly played on some good teams as well. So I decided to put Scott Studwell, far from a Hall of Fame player, but a definite, you know, Vikings ring of honor type player at number 25. Where would you rank Scott Studwell in terms of when you hear the name, it is synonymous with Vikings? Because I think he would be like top five or ten, right? It's very high. It might be top five. Like Vikings, but yes. You think of him with the the taped up hands and the just sort of like like blood dripping down his face or whatever. Linebackers, when linebackers were linebackers, Phil, that's what he is. Just bleeding, jersey probably torn, dirty as heck, just basically stuffing the run, blowing up. And then... Players. And I would say you think about players who you know deserve the Vikings to do something good at some point, right? That like the guy when they finally win their first Super Bowl, who are the guys that man, this one's for so and so, this one's for John, right? Like Scott Studwell's on that list too. Just an organizational grinder for four decades. Yeah. I like I like his representation on this list for sure. All right. Twenty four, a Hall of Fame player. A guy who who, uh, was one of the first free agents signed when Childress got here. And a guy who helped define a position that I think at the time was seen as, oh, it's it's important. But really, Steve Hutchinson, Hall of Fame guard, um, led the way for Peterson. Now, Peterson is is a, a great player, but I remember Steve Hutchinson is one of the guys who told AP, 
wait for my block and follow it. He was that good. And I would argue that Hutchinson's addition to that offensive line in 2006 really changed the entire tone there. Like, Burke was really good. McKinney was really good, but not necessarily driven, but he was still good. And I feel like Hutch anchored that thing. And and again, I'll go back to, it's my opinion that he is one in a probably fairly small list of guards who redefined that spot as a position that should get paid, as a position that's not just an afterthought. So Steve Hutchinson, who went into the Hall of Fame a couple of years back and certainly was a dominant player, uh, first with the Seahawks and then here, Steve Hutchinson is number 24. Yeah, I like this too. This is uh, one of the great free agent signings in Vikings history, and it's just too bad. God, they had they had some guys lined up along that offensive line with Bryant McKinney, the left side of that offensive line. I don't know that you can find a better one-two punch in Vikings history than Bryant McKinney, even though he maybe didn't fully maximize his potential. Right. And Steve Hutchinson, and John Sullivan came in and was a, a viable center. Uh, was Matt Burke the original starting center next to Steve Hutchinson yes. for a year? Yeah, okay. in fact, for a few years. Okay, yeah, two thousand, yeah, two thousand six, seven. Then Burke went oh eight, eight, right? Yeah. Okay, and then yep. yeah, he went to the Ravens for like three years, two or three years. So man, I mean, they they just had for all the problems they've had lately on the offensive line. You think back to fifteen years ago, and then you think, man, it's too bad they couldn't cash in with some of those, especially that two thousand nine team. Steve Hutchinson, you know Brett Favre, oh god, Brian McKinney, but it was a it was a great offensive line, and and you can argue that he was he was the best of all of them for sure at left guard, and he was nasty man on game day. He would do whatever it took, like he was. He scared you. Yeah, I remember uh, one time as an intern at K Fan in like well, this would have been like 2006. I think was that his first year, 2006 with the Vikings, Steve Hutchinson, mm-hmm. and the Dallas Cowboys had a quarterback at the time named Chad Hutchinson, and I was <laughs> one one of my tasks was to oh, go no. up as like you know a producer for the Vikings flagship radio network, whatever it was to go up and get these guys to read liner sheets. So just you know, tap on a guy's shoulder. Hey, you know, hey, Chad Greenway, can you can you read through these liners? You're listening to Vikings football, right, on whatever radio station. And so I had this sheet of paper, and I'm nervous. Like I'm, you know, I've barely been around NFL players at that time. And for some reason, I had Chad Hutchinson's name in my head, and I start walking up to Steve as he's walking off the practice field. Chad, Chad. Oh no. Hey, Chad. And finally, he looks over at me after three, and he goes, "What? My my name's not Chad." It's Steve, you idiot. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, dude, bye. See ya. Like, yes, you are right. Your name is Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> it's happened to us all, man. We, we've all done that. That's all been so there. Oh, my God. And then I just, like, turned to another player nearby and said, can you read these, please? <laughs> you're like, Robert, so yeah, yeah, you, you, just read this. <laughs> all right, number 23. Oh, that, that stinks. Um... 23 is the guy that played right beside Hutch, as we just talked about, for two or three years. Sixth round pick to a six-time Pro Bowl selection, 10 years here, Matt Burke. Matt Burke, who, look, this this team has been, in my opinion, one of the defining spots, right? Like, if I was to say Vikings position defining center, one for sure. 
And Matt mm-hmm. Burke, I mean, this guy was a sixth-round pick. This guy was, you know, going to play on special teams. Started for 10 years. Was a fantastic player. Uh, Burke is 23. I think it's fair. Um, but if you look at what he brought, and again, and that's why it's so hard to watch Bradbury. Because it's like this is not the litany of, of yeah. what's been passed along. And e- even when when Sullivan took over for Burke, I thought he was really solid. Um, so Matt Burke is number 23 on the list. Yep, Matt Burke. And I, I know a lot of people may or may not agree or disagree with his current political stances. But as a football player and as a leader in that locker room, he was... One of the, the one of the defining guys of that era of Vikings football for sure, and like you said, came up as a six round pick, was not supposed to necessarily be this long term starting center, and um, and he carved out an awesome career. Didn't he win a Super Bowl too with the Ravens yes. in two thousand twelve? I think he retired. Okay, I think he won won it and quit playing. But yes, and he is a great player. There's no question about it. And. Um, you're right. I mean, you think about Vikings football over the years. There's, and I don't want to spoil your list, but I'm guessing there's, there are more reliable long-term centers in this organization's history than quarterbacks. Oh, and, and I don't know if your list reflects that, but um, you know, yeah, they just pretty much they've just always had guys for decades until recently, and that's what you know the the Garrett Bradbury thing. I think our expectation here, the '90s, they had a guy. The 2000s, they had a guy. The '70s, they had a guy. Right. Yep. Got to find that guy again. It's so important, too. Exactly. All right, so Studwell, Hutchinson, Burke, number 22 on the list. This might be somewhat controversial, but I covered this guy and watched him play, and damn it, I'm convinced that he deserves to be on this list. And I also think to a certain point he gets credit uh, for creating a position that was a definite sub-position for a long time and now is akin to a starter, and that is Antoine Winfield. Mm-hmm. Antoine Winfield is maybe maybe just off the top of my head. I didn't think about this on Saturday. Arguably the greatest free agent signing the Vikings ever made. Um, he, he had been with the Bills. He was about to sign with the Jets. Ticey had a horse racing buddy in New Jersey, I think, who agreed to lend the Vikings his pl- his plane and so right before Antoine was going to sign with the Jets, they agreed to get him to fly here, which was absolutely huge. He signed here. He was a very good corner. I would argue he is a, if, if this exists, which it officially does not, I don't think, but he is a Hall of Fame nickel corner. He, for a small guy, he is a hybrid cornerback, linebacker. Watching him play and and how smart this guy was was a pleasure. He is twenty two on my list. One of the all time great Vikings players at just blowing up plays before they start. Right, just the way that he would knife underneath an offensive lineman or a tight end trying to block him. You, know, you think about some of these teams trying to run, you know, zone runs to the outside, and he is just knifing through defenders and making a tackle in the backfield. One of the great tackling secondary players. I think in my lifetime watching football. At that I, size. I, I, don't, I don't think that's hyperbole. At that yeah. size too, Phil. Like he's a little mm-hmm. guy. He would blow people up. Yeah. It was so much and fun to watch. He's got that same thing. You know, The thing that impresses me the most about Harrison Smith is that he just, he studies so much film and he knows, not every time, but oftentimes he knows exactly what's going to happen and he's able to deviate. Okay, yep. I'm going to. 
I'm going to start here, and then as the ball snapped, I'm going to very confidently work my way to this part of the field because I know the play is going here. Winfield had that same sense. Just, just the ability to say, oh, I saw this on film. I'm going to go here and blow this thing up real quick. Boom. Um, and for a cornerback to make that type of an impact without really intercepting many pass, his career high in interceptions is four <laughs> back in both 2005 and 2006. Uh, he, 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 you know, he picked off 27 passes mm-hmm. in his 14 years in the NFL. So he averaged like basically two interceptions per season. It, he, and it's not to say he wasn't a, a, a good cover corner as well, but his impact went way beyond just like nine interceptions in a season. It was, uh, it was tackling. It was everything. If you look at Rick Spielman's top five bad moves here, like if if you were to, to pick five, Ponder is clearly the first one. But I would argue the decision to make Winfield a salary cap cut and have Josh Robinson, previously never having played the nickel in his life, move to that spot is among the dumbest things that this team did. And it's submarine that that team. And if I'm not mistaken, Antoine signed as a free agent with Seattle and then retired. So he quit. Yeah. But the fact is, going from a guy who was, I think, arguably a Hall of Fame nickel corner, which is a hybrid spot, like it's not like, well, just play there, to a guy who hadn't played there and who was absolutely positively the following season consistently torched was one of the dumbest moves that Spielman made during his tenure here. Wasn't there some talk, you know, because he played till he was 35 and then they, they, you know, they cut him, he signed with the Seahawks. Wasn't there some talk of moving him to safety late in his career? Yes. Yes. He should have been kept here, though. Like, he stabilized things so much. And mm-hmm. it went from him to a guy who, the poor guy had no clue. So, yes. You know, I think it would have been so fascinating to see whether he was a cornerback or a safety late in his career. What would he have looked like two years after his last game with the Vikings with Mike Zimmer? Because mm. his last season with the Vikings was 2012, and then the 2013 offseason, they cut him. If he could have hung on for one more year into 2014, I think Mike Zimmer would have loved Antoine Winfield. Don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. And if, if you his had, kind of player, if you had moved him to safety, can you imagine the brain power with him and Smith back there? Oh my gosh, the deviations yeah, and, and, that they could have run. And, and maybe he plays another three, four. Maybe he. I mean, Charles Woodson played till he was 39. You know, uh, you know, you lose a step and you can move back to safety. And as long as you're smart and you watch film. Guys like that can stick around. So, yeah, there is a what-if component. to, mm-hmm. And maybe he was just burnt out. Maybe his body and his mind were just burnt out, and he just uh, wasn't going to play along. But there, I feel like there was a couple more years of gas left in the tank there for sure. Yeah. All right, and our final one for today, number 21 on my list. It's a receiver, and here's what's interesting. So, again, this is a franchise that has had a lot of talent at the spot. Like, there's been a lot of guys who have been really damn good. And the competition for this spot was fair, was high. There were probably three or four guys I considered. And then I went and looked at the stats, and it became crystal clear to me which one was 21. And that is Anthony Carter. Let me mm. just give you, let me give you a sampling, just a little bit of a taste of what this guy did in nine years, okay? He is still, to this day, If you go look, third all-time in franchise history in receiving yards, 7,636. 52 touchdowns, same thing. AC, he gets overshadowed from the era probably a bit by CeCe, 
um, who who joined the club, I think, about two or three years after Carter got done in the USFL and came here. But the fact is, statistically and talent-wise, Anthony Carter is one of the best receivers in Vikings history. First jersey old Macadac ever had as a kid. Really? The, uh, number 81, Anthony Carter Hutch. It was like a Hutch uniform with the helmet and oh, yeah. everything. Anthony yeah. Carter, huh? Very yep. nice. Yeah. He, okay, his numbers are bonkers in some of these seasons. So 1987, a season in which the Vikings went to the NFC Championship game, right? Yes. He averaged 24.3 yards per catch. Yep. Think about that. Averaged 24 yards per catch in 1987. <laughs> Look at the two. Oh man! Look at the first two playoff games, Phil, against the Saints and San Francisco. Just went went bonkers. Went absolutely crazy. Yeah, let's pull this open here for the kids. Absolutely the kids like me nuts. and AJ. Yep. AJ was uh, was not even a conversation over drinks yet. I was like two years old. So 1988, uh, January 1988. Yeah, he went for. So the, they played three games. He went for uh, six. Six catches, 79 yards, and a touchdown against the Saints. <clears throat> then he went for 10 catches, 227 yards against the Niners on the road. Take that, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. <laughs> and then in a, in a loss to Washington, these are all road games, uh, seven catches for 85 yards. Amazing. The next year, hell, he went for four catches, 102 against the Rams in the first round win, 1988. So, yeah, that, I love this. I, I Listen, like, is Justin Jefferson probably going to have a better career than Anthony Carter? Yes. Is it a different era? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was harder to put up a thousand yards in a season back in that day. So I love the Anthony Carter appreciation here for sure. So Studwell twenty five, Steve Hutchinson twenty four, Matt Burke twenty three, Antoine Winfield twenty two, and Anthony Carter twenty one. Love this so much. You know what? Let's do a celebratory cheers to the first five on Judd's all-time greatest Vikings list. Oh, let's see. What will I be cheers? And you know what? Tomorrow, Tuesday, guess what? Summer solstice. Summer of Surly will be here. And and I'm going to t- tell you right now that I got a bit of a head start. I know you guys are going to be shocked by this. I got a bit of a head start the past three days or so. The Furiouses were going down... Mm, let's just say really smooth. But if you're in the mood for a summer beer, the Logic Bomb, the Supremes, all fantastic. Don't forget, the summer of Surly is just about here. And celebrate it in the only proper way, of course, responsibly, but also with a delicious product from Surly Brewing. Yes. Uh, Also, a shout out to our friends at Underdog Fantasy and the Underdog Fantasy app. Quite frankly, this is the most fun and best way to get a sweat on games either tonight, big hockey game tonight, or long-term if you're looking ahead to the football season. Let's talk about that for a second. For season-long drafts at Underdog, it's great for people that don't want to be necessarily all-in having to monitor the waiver wires and stuff. That can be a deterrent for a lot of people. Uh, No waivers, no trades, no lineup setting. You draft a roster at the beginning of the season. And by the way, you can play in multiple different leagues and whatnot. It's great. Underdog will take care of the rest. They'll just start your highest scoring players. That's it. Like so, I love this. If a player gets hurt or something, then he's not going to count. Like they they set this after the games are played so that you just get the best scores 
and you don't have to worry about anything. No stressing over the day-to-day or week-to-week management for these season-long drafts. If you use the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash, and you can help us in the process. Um, you know, we were going to uh, do another list, but I think that I, I, I think we should. The show is is ending on a high note here with Anthony Carter here, and I think we should save that for later in the week. Sure, because um, we got other t- we got we've got some Coach of the Year odds we can get to at some point later this week or next week. But I would love to just hear people's thoughts. First of all, who are your top twenty five Vikings of all time? Hit us up in the YouTube comment section, and do you agree or disagree with any of these guys? that Judd put out in his first five. Do any of these guys stand out to you and say, oh, my God, Judd, this is all due respect. There's no way so-and-so should be in the top 25. Uh, Would love to hear people's thoughts. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at Jay Zolgad, at Phil Mackey. Um, And a shout-out to AJ for flying this plane. Yeah, great work, Without crashing into any mountains. Uh, filling in for Declan. Nice work, dude. Do you have any any, uh, hot Vikings takes to leave us with before Declan comes back in the seat? I think it's going to be a slow start. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a slow start. I do too. I think they start zero and two, and then they pick it up after that. It's I. It's so weird because football. Every year, it's like, well, they got a new, they got a new system, and they got a, this new quarterback's got to adjust. And all. I'm not. I'm not at that level. None of us are at that level. I don't know how long it actually takes. I feel like that's just the easy cop out excuse, but. When it comes to it, I think they're going to start slow, and they will eventually pour it on and make a, a furious rally down oh, their end of the season and make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. You're, it's new system, new coach. Yeah. It's it, it might. I mean, plus it, they might not play starters in the preseason. So yeah, yeah I wouldn't be shocked if they. I would if love they to be wrong. Slow. I would love to. Uh, I would love to see them just go out there and kill it week one. But, what a buzzkill you are! Yeah, I know. Come on, <laughs> be more like me. Be a fan. Go Vikings! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> just the the grizzled the grizzled weathered sarcasm in Judd's uh, four plus decades. I'm proud of my team. sports son right there. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good analysis. So so the top twenty five Vikings of all time. We will count down from twenty down to sixteen on tomorrow's show. We'll get Dex back in the mix. And uh, thanks to those of you who've uh, given us a follow or a subscribe button click on the, on the score North and also purple daily YouTube channels. We greatly appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow on purple daily, daily Vikings entertainment. Hi, this is Chris Howard host of plugged in with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not to attack of should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division-favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.